You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are body. Start your free trial at body.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com. Hi, I'm Abby. And I'm Vanessa. And you're listening to Real Moms of Bravo, a weekly podcast where we recap your favorite Bravo shows in 30-ish minutes every week. And we have yet again a very special bonus episode with the amazing Faces by Bravo taking a deep dive at all things Atlanta. We are so, so excited to have Steve, also known as Faces by Bravo, also on the side, a pediatric nurse, also on the side, just a great person who we loved and got to connect with and meet at BravoCon. Steve, welcome to the show. We're so excited to have you. Guys, I am so excited to be on with you. Um, I was so excited when you guys asked me at BravoCon to do this, and I'm glad we're finally getting to. Yes, me too. I'm so glad too. And I, we know that you know Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Atlanta just ended, and we wanted to just kind of dive right in and talk about the season, kind of make some predictions. This is going to be the first Zoom reunion mm-hmm. <laughs> that we're going to see, so we just want to cover it. We just want to cover it all. First and foremost, though, (laughs) yeah, let's mention it all, as Bethany would say. But first and foremost, how are you doing? Um, Thank you for your service and being in the front lines. Like, how are you holding up in quarantine and going to work and all of that? You know, I'm doing really well. Um, So I work in pediatrics, and at the beginning when all of this was happening, Um, nothing really changed too much, but then now, um, as things have advanced, um, it's actually a little slower in the pediatric world because it's not affecting kids as much, um, as it is adults. So I'm actually doing okay. Um, you know, I'm staying put in my apartment when I'm not working. I do leave to go to work. Um, but I am doing well and I really appreciate you guys for asking. Oh, yes, of course. And I mean, we have kids. So hearing you say that you're not seeing lots of kids um, mm-hmm. <laughs> makes me feel a little good in a weird way. <laughs> it feels yes. weird saying that considering everything well, that just, we're going yeah. through. Yeah, it's so scary. And you just don't know. Like, I just feel like there's so much unknown. And it, mm-hmm. it's nice that the consistent, like the consistent message has been, for the most part, children are not being affected at such high numbers mm-hmm. and are not as critical as some of the older population is being affected by COVID. Exactly. And I'm only speaking from my experience too. Like, I don't know if maybe in other areas of the country, it's could be different, but overall from what I've seen, I think kids are not getting quite as affected. So. Well, good. Well, I'm so glad that you're doing well, but let's talk about the ladies of Atlanta. What? 
are your overall thoughts on this season? And then I want to ask you and Abby, what would be a la Bethany, your rose and thorn? So what are your overall thoughts, Steve? I have some thoughts. And my thoughts are... (laughs) (laughs) My thoughts are the season felt so long with very little action. It was all like bundled up in a few episodes. You know what I mean? Do you guys... Am I alone on that? (laughs) No, I mean, there were definitely some epic episodes. I think just because it's Atlanta, I still just loved it. And I I would say they're kind of one of the few. Yeah. They're one of the few franchises, though, where I feel like every episode had something. There was some sense of drama, something a little bit heavier of a topic, whether it's like work-life balance as a mom Mm -hmm. or struggling being a new mom or being cheated on, which a lot of these women were dealing with this season, sadly. And then you still had a lightheartedness and you Mm -hmm. had cattiness. And I don't know. I just also what makes Atlanta so special and so amazing, hands down the best friends of cast. Yes. Oh, no other franchise could compare to be friends of. It's so good. Um, So let me, I guess, dive a little more into my opinion of it. So think about this. Do you feel like Yovana and Snakegate was the season? Because to me, it feels like that happened ages ago. I forgot about it. I totally, you're right. You're totally (laughs) right about that. And I think Abby and I, I think we probably enjoyed it a lot because of the stage of life we're in and because yeah. a lot of the women are mom. There's been a lot of like mom type moments that oh, we yeah, really yeah. connected with. But in terms of just straight up drama, you're right. Mm-hmm. Snake Gate did help happen. Like it feels it felt, like so that's 2019. What I mean. Yeah, it felt like that happened so long ago. So that's what I mean by it feels like a very long season. And then and like the action was just so sporadic. Um I actually feel like I'm in my own world with the Yovana situation. I am team Yovana. I want more Yovana. Give her all to me. Uh, (laughs) Justice for Yovana. I wish she would (laughs) come to the the Zoom reunion, but I doubt they will. But you're right. Now that you're saying this, you're right. She kind of did just exit after Toronto. That's like the Mm -hmm. last episode that I remember her being in. And then she never really appeared again. Right. And she never, like, what's even worse about it is... It's clear now there was never a recording, and Nini was the one that said that there was a recording. Yovana never said, she said, I think in an episode that she had proof, but she never said a recording, like, because she, she, she was basically saying that, she, you know, she knows what Cynthia said, it was her that heard it or whatever. Um, and we see that Nini kind of threw her under the bus, and then she has no time to defend herself. And I think that's bullshit. <laughs> Like, I feel like Yovana should have her opportunity at the reunion to come back and talk about it. Definitely. I mean, I also think it's, I agree. I don't think there ever was a recording. I mean, in Housewife World, like with all the receipts they all bring and show and leak, we would have heard the recording by now. Right. So it kind of feels like, I don't know, it's like Puppygate. You know, it was all mm-hmm. for nothing. Like, what was the point of it? And it exactly. really... exactly didn't do anything for the show and I guess in my mind the reason why it was so long it was a long season Mm -hmm. especially because New Jersey was short so New Jersey Mm -hmm. ending a month and a half when they started at the same time made Atlanta feel even longer yep but I kind of forgot about the first half and I'm really thinking about the second and I think after the trip to Greece and like I loved all of that but it's basically everything after Snake Gate and that's I think my other thing um I had 
I had, I would say this season was a roller coaster of emotions for me towards Atlanta because in the beginning, I actually didn't miss Nene in the beginning. I was like, I can tell that there's a presence gone, but it didn't necessarily need to be Nene that needed to fill it at the beginning. Does that make sense? We felt the same way. No, we felt the same way. The first couple episodes, I was like, oh, you don't really need Nene. Like these ladies hold up on their own, but towards the Mm -hmm. end, which I'm sure that's about what you're going to get into. I was kind of, oh, I kind of, Nene's like kind of a little redemption in herself, a little bit much more likable. Yes, 100%. Because I had, like, after last season with Nene, I was over her last season. I felt like she has this OG HBOC mentality that is no longer, there's nothing to back it up. Because the way that she was, people fell in love with her was from her early seasons when she was Nene and Nene. We don't really see Nene <laughs> anymore, you know? And that's what people, we love that. Um, and, so when she comes on the goes on and does interviews where she's saying she's the queen, she's the head bitch in charge, no one can like come for me. I'm like, honestly, we don't think about you like that anymore because you don't deliver as much. And then now I'm eating my words because Nene at the end of the season came out of nowhere and like won me back. Like if this is the Nene that's going to show up next season, I'm down for her to come back. A thousand percent. So do you think with that being said, because there was lots of rumblings pre this season mm-hmm. that she was going to be the next OG to leave. Do you feel like this kind of positioned herself to stay? So I, again, like if she is going to deliver what she brought at the end of this season, I think she's safe to say, it's safe to say she'll be back. Um, I did up until all of this think that she needed to take time off. She could always come back. I feel like the door is always open for her at Bravo. Um, And what she was delivering early on in last season, you could just tell like she needed a break because she wasn't delivering the entertainment that she normally does. And um, it's a big paycheck to be wasting on somebody where two or three new people could take her place, you know? and really come in with the group and bring a lot to the table. I think Nini purposely leaked all that to Wendy, hoping that Wendy would say it, but I think she was testing it to see were people going to be pissed, were people going to fight for her to come back. Mm -hmm. And I think it's going to be ammo for her to make her next move. She's very close with Andy and I Mm -hmm. agree. So she'll always have a spot. Mm -hmm. I just, I also think she's a smart businesswoman. I mean, she's always negotiating more money. Mm -hmm. And at some point her paycheck is not, it's it's not going to be worth it to keep her on. I agree. Right. But I don't know if she's there yet. It'll be it'll just be interesting to see. She did just the right amount. And part of me sometimes I think about it too is like, am I loving her so much because of her adversary this season? Like <laughs> y'all know, I am not a Kenya fan one bit. Like ruins the show for me. Um, but and maybe that's why I'm like so pleased with her performance. But I. I don't know. I feel like she's now delivering and hopefully if she can keep this momentum going, I think she could come back next season and be incredible. 
I think so too. And I would love it because I know you're all about Portia coming back. I would oh. love to see Portia to come come back. I actually kind of enjoyed Kenya from the drama perspective. <laughs> I have to say. See, I she drives me. I don't know why she drives me so bonkers, but like the nerve to do what she did to Marlo's business thing and then still have like she's so narcissistic and I feel like just inherently evil that she literally will say, be able to say to your face, like, it's not the same thing what I did um, to Marlo as what uh, Tanya did to me. There's like, what Tanya did to her was nothing compared to what she did to Marlo, you know? And it's the delusion just drives me crazy. Well, even what she did to Cynthia, I think we argue that you're, you're you're trying to hurt someone's business and hurt their livelihood. And that was what her entire argument was on. And whether she thought it was playful or not, she was essentially exposing Cynthia for knowing nothing about wine. And that's supposed to be one of her good friends. Exactly. And actually um, rewind back all the way. I think it was either the first or second episode. It made me go freaking crazy the way that Kenya talked to Cynthia at the Bailey cue that she had at the beginning the way she talks over her and down to her and was just like this is someone trying to like steamroll you and just basically she's not a friend it's someone that sees you as someone that she can manipulate if she gets it back together with Mark I think there's no reason to have her on the show I I have so many thoughts about her and Mark. Oh, please share. I was going to ask you if you feel like Nini's allegations are true or not. I think that I think that this was all a fake marriage. Um, I don't believe it was real from the get go. I think this was a contractual thing. Um, she paid off his IRS debts, all of those huge debts. She got a baby. She got a man that was, you know. That was that was going to be her story to tell in Atlanta, and I think it's all backfired, unfortunately for her. Fortunately, maybe wow. for us. <laughs> wow, wow, wow! I, I have to admit, I I empathize with her with everything that she like shared with Mark, mainly because I, you know, being a mom and knowing how mm-hmm. vulnerable that is, I like naturally went there. But the minute she went on Watch What Happens Live with Andy and was like, yeah, we might be seeking marriage counseling. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. I was like, what yeah. the fuck? Like, what? I mean, <laughs> I, you I mean, literally was on, was it Wendy? Or she went on a talk show with Mark talking about how much they were in love. And the next day they announced their divorce. Um, it just, yeah, it feels so fake. And I'm the same way. I agree with you, Vanessa. If somebody wronged you that bad and, I mean, pretty much abandoned you with your child in a sense. I mean, they divorced and then he was never around. He and he was like FaceTiming. Him. But he, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, you do not try to get back with that person unless you're doing it as a ploy to make yourself relevant and be back on the show because you think people want to watch you guys mm-hmm. fight, break up, fight, break up. It's like, I don't even like watching that with Portia and Dennis. And I think they're actually in a legitimate relationship. I don't want to see it in a fake relationship. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's awful to watch. I I never would wish anything on anybody. Like the way that Mark treats Kenya is garbage and that's, nobody should be treated like that. But it's very interesting to see that happen to somebody who is very awful to other people you know what i mean it's almost like a karma that 
it's happening to her. Or like maybe Ken. Exactly, yeah, Ken. Oh, I'm <laughs> living for Ken. Like, I love that she literally gets into this different role. But that also makes me a little nervous because I don't know what goes on behind closed doors and I would never wish any harm on anybody, of course. Oh, yeah. Do you, think do you think he some really... Of that is, go oh, ahead, Abby. Oh, go. No, do you think some of that is him playing a part? Like, she's like, I need you to be a jerk or do you think he's really just an ass? Absolutely not. I think he's an ass and I think if they do come back next season, I think we're going to see a different uh, mark because he has never done reality television. He does not know how to navigate it. I think, and this goes for anybody going into Housewives or any Bravo show, you could, me, who has seen every single Real Housewives episode, thinks, I think I know it in and out. I know if I signed up to be on a show, I would still be blown away and shocked and surprised how things would end up just because you never know how to navigate it until you're in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, but I was that was gonna that's a really, really good point. I was gonna ask you if you feel like he really was having a double life, if all those rumors were true. Or do you oh, think that was just, you know, if drama? my theory is correct that, you know, this is all allegedly. If if allegedly they got together just so Kenya could have the baby and he could get his debts paid off, you know, oh, I could absolutely see him having a whole nother life up in New York. He you know, we never got to see Mark and Kenya, and this is Kenya's and Mark's fault, whenever they surprised got married and then he, she hid him from everybody. We've never seen them in a happy marriage. So why do we, why should we think that they have that to begin with when all we've seen is what we've seen this season, you know? And that's her fault for not opening up the cameras, I guess. In hindsight's 2020, you know? Like, she was hiding it from that season. And now we don't have any reference to see, oh, yeah, they actually were really good. Or I wonder what is causing this, you know, change in mark or whatnot. I like it. <laughs> I think you're bringing up a lot of really good points. And I'm really, really curious to see if she comes back or not. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like Kenya will unfortunately be back for me. Unfortunate for me, I know. A lot of viewers love her. Um, I just, I think she does bring the mess. And, um, you know, so far she is still showing up to work and doing her stuff, even though she's going through all this craziness. I I, I don't think they're going to punish her by any means for being messy. That's, that's the stuff that Bravo wants. Um, so I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I think I think she comes back. I think they ask her back. I think she gets oh, one yeah. more season. I think so. I think if after this, I wouldn't be surprised if she leaves on her own. And I think if she leaves on her own again, she's done. Like I don't think you get to leave Bravo twice. I I honestly hope she does leave because there are plenty of people in Atlanta that can deliver like as iconic and dramatic um, moments on reality television, just like Kenya Moore can, but be less messy, like evil messy, I guess, if that makes sense. I just find her, I don't know why, I, I just find her so evil and she does it in a malicious way rather than for entertainment. Now she's cold. 
Yeah. <laughs> There's no emotion in her actions her, and really. no accountability. Yeah. Her shade is scary. She's like one of those people that like I enjoy watching her on TV. I actually like enjoy, I don't say I enjoy it, but like she's good drama, right? Well, but oh, go ahead. Sorry. In life, oh no, I was gonna say, but in like real life, I'd be like, get the fuck away from me. You are terrifying. Oh, yeah. I want nothing to do with you. But here's the other thing that, and I've heard rumblings in the past that she's actually not that good at shade. She gets fed a lot of lines and stuff, which oh yeah. And the time that you notice it, especially this season, because I paid attention to that once I heard those rumors. Um, in Greece, she could she can't like come back and save herself at all to, towards Nini. Nini was annihilating her. Um, let me think. There were, I feel like there was another time this season where people were throwing shade at her and she just can't come back quick enough. And it's the same with almost if you go to Giselle and Potomac. I think Giselle was put up on a pedestal as well where, as this big shade assassin. But if you put her in a moment where she's not rehearsed with it, She's actually not as good. And there's like Karen and Monique, shade assassins. Nini and Phaedra, shade assassins. I actually don't think Kenya and Giselle are really that great at shade. Is Eva good at shade? That's controversial uh, with the ladies. Uh, <laughs> I am actually so disappointed in Eva because, and to, to be honest, well, to give her credit, she's been pregnant and like that probably... You, I would not want to be pregnant doing a reality show because you don't want to stress your body out, the baby out, all of that. So I, part of me doesn't, wouldn't mind if she came back next season, as long as she's not pregnant. <laughs> so she can like turn up. Um, but part of me was thinking whenever she was going to join Atlanta, I'm thinking back to America's next top model, which was a long time ago, but like, I thought she was going to be super fiery and deliver a bunch. And I just don't think she's delivering as much as we all I loved her on America's Next Top Model. The only thing I love about Eva is Mike. Uh, Same. I'm actually, like, I think I just finished the episode before the finale yesterday. I forget. What was the girl's name that was her friend who, like, basically had no emotion in her face and now is on, like, every magazine advertisement? Um. With dark oh hair. That's I want to say it's Anne, but I don't think I, that's her name. Uh, no. I, I just, I Anne. love it when I see a uh, America's Next Top Model alum and like a real advertisement. I mean, it's all commercial, but so I'm like, whoa, they yes. did it. <laughs> and like, I also, I watched it whenever it was um, airing back in the day, but I really did not realize how young Eva was when she was on the show. Like when, they were bringing her back for her first season on Atlanta. I was like, I didn't realize how much time has passed I think until I, we were so young when it back. aired and you just assume everyone's older than you. And like, they were exactly. our age or younger, which like, even now looking back, I'm like, Oh my God, these girls were like 16. And so was I watching it. So it is crazy. Exactly. I agree though. I don't think Eva's been this fiery, quick witted person that we thought we were going to get with her. And maybe it is. She's pregnant. She's got a lot going on with, uh, you know, Marley's father, well, mm-hmm. I don't even say father, Marley's sperm donor, you know, just creating mm-hmm. nothing donor, but drama and yes. Eva's life and Marley's life and their whole family's life. So, I mean, maybe that's mm-hmm. part of it. I don't know. I just, I want to, I want her to succeed as a housewife. I really do. Like, I feel like I'm, in the words of Tyra, I am rooting for you. Yes, 
<laughs> yes. I you actually just phrased that perfectly. Like I want I want her to succeed. Has she been succeeding? Eh, not so much. But I I'm rooting for Eva and I I don't think I would be mad if she came back next season as long as she But delivers. not a baby, right? <laughs> she might be better off as just just don't deliver a baby. No baby. Deliver the drama, so not that, a baby. Okay. No, exactly. No. No, and like nothing against anyone being pregnant. I don't do it like that. But honestly, like nobody needs to be turning up and yelling at other women over nonsense while they're pregnant. That's just stress on the baby, and I don't want that there either. So, as a, as a pregnant person on this call, <laughs> I, I I fully endorse and agree with everything you're saying. So, do you guys think that I feel like Eva should be demoted to friend of, and Marlo should be a full time cast member? Oh, but so I, don't know I that think we'll ever Marlo get that. thrives as I mean, a friend of. What do you think? I think if she got a peach, I don't she know she'd be as good. So I have thoughts on that. Um, Marlo, I still, I know that she's recently, this is the first year I think she said like, oh yeah, I would love a peach. I, I, y'all think I deserve a peach, like in interviews. Um, but I actually think she's the one that's dictating whether she has a peach or not. And I think it's because once she has a peach, she is going to have to dive into everything. And we all know that there is a lot back there because mm-hmm. season four when she came on as a fr- she was I think supposed to come on full time but a lot of drama you know all the criminal history and all of that came out and I think that's probably what led her to be more of a friend um I don't know that she is going to want to dive into all of those things and I just think she's so perfect where she like she deserves a peach, but she also does thrive in the friend role. I just think some people on housewives, it's like you said, you have to dive in so deep. You have to be just on all the time. Mm-hmm. I think it's exhausting to have the cameras there as much as they are too, when you're full time that when you're part-time, you kind of mm-hmm. get like the best of both worlds. You're going on the trips. You're there for the drama you can stir shit up and you can walk away. Mm-hmm. And you better believe Marlo is making a pretty penny being a friend because she's been around so long and I'm sure she's getting paid well to do what she's got to do. I bet. Um, other no, examples- I, say, I think Marlo oh, sorry, might make more as a friend of than Gina does as a housewife. 100%. And like, literally there's just people that thrive as friends. Like Sharissa Potomac, could not stand her as a housewife when she came back as a friend she was a messy ass friend and she delivered what she like she was so much better as a friend than she was as a full-time housewife ever um dina manzo like she was never an official friend but to me that is another example of a person who would thrive in the friend role but i don't necessarily need to see as a full-time housewife i would even argue camille Camille, she thrives as a friend. I mean, yeah. that really is a whole nother ball game because the friends <laughs> another podcast. <laughs> yeah, they bring the friends bring more, at least in the most recent seasons, than the full time people do. But um, yeah, no, I think some people are made out for the friend role, and as long as they're getting compensated appropriately, staying in that role is probably for the best. I love everything you guys are saying. I actually think that sums it up quite nicely on Marlo. 
Portia and Dennis. So I feel like their relationship took so much of this season. Sad. It was sad to watch, especially because I love Portia and Rutan. Mm-hmm. I'm like, why are you going after this hot dog man? And like, yeah, I just am not. I don't know. Do we think they're gonna make it down the aisle? If that garden gnome cheats on her one more time, I literally am gonna lose it. <laughs> no, I'm like, I feel. I feel like um, I'm a a rarity where I've loved Portia since her first season. People didn't really know how to play. I don't feel like people got Portia or I don't even know that she necessarily had her footing right towards the beginning, but I have loved her since the beginning. And I was so excited to watch her thrive. I think starting in season 10 and on, she has just like, she is thriving. And to me, She's the queen of Atlanta um, out of all of them. And, oh, yeah. I I think Portia is going to be the face of Atlanta, you know, eventually. In my opinion, she is the face of Atlanta for me. But, um, and watching her get treated like garbage by this hot dog man is (laughs) literally so heartbreaking to me because you can just tell Portia is like, she wants a family. She wants to be that you know, perfect wife, perfect businesswoman, perfect. She wants to provide everything. And this guy running out on her, like, just, oh, you were pregnant. And what did he say in the counseling? Like, you didn't want to have yeah. sex. So I went what elsewhere. Like, yeah. Dude, fuck off. Sorry, I said we're, fuck, but. No, yeah. we, we welcome all the fucks, especially with the hot dog man himself. That moment, I was like, what the, f-? someone's going through some postpartum shit and then you're going to go cheat on her? Like, it was awful. So terrible. And like, you know, I, you know, I, I, I have, I'm a man, so I have no idea what it's going to be like to carry a child, give birth to a child and postpartum. So I don't know what that will be like, but I can't imagine being kicked while I'm down like that. You know what I mean? Like that is just the worst thing you could do to someone. I mean, that you're you like kind of. This sounds so bad because it's supposed to be such a happy moment in your life, but like physically and mentally, you are at the lowest you'll ever be. Mm-hmm. Your body has seriously gone through war. You're beat up. You're getting no sleep. And you, you kind of feel like you're failing all around, especially your first time as a mom. You don't know what you're doing. You never see mm-hmm. your friends. You're not a good mm-hmm. wife because you're like, just stay away from me. Like the best thing you can do is just leave me alone. And like you said, to be kicked when you're down and be cheated on, we say you're not desirable and you know, you're, you're just almost not even mm-hmm. worthy of real love. I mean, that is just, I can't imagine. I don't know why she wants to make it work so bad with him other than the idea she is so just dedicated to having a family. And I think she, for her, it's very important that the father of her daughter be present and be mm-hmm. there. And she, I almost think she thinks that if they're not married and not together, maybe Dennis won't make PJ a, a priority. I, th- part of me thinks um, this is like, a, you know, her child, her childhood, her parents weren't together. And then, she was with Cordell and then that kind of fell apart. I think she is like searching. She wants this to work so bad because she wants PJ to have her mom and dad together because she's seen maybe failures 
prior. Does that make? Yeah, it's like she doesn't want the mistakes of her mom to be PJ's mistakes too. Right. Exactly. And I think, I mean, I come from a divorced home, and I don't think that I've ever. I don't feel that I've been like. I don't feel like that I'm, I'm a wounded person because of it or anything, but I have, as I've gotten older, seen how I view relationships in my own relationship. And there is, no matter what, there is that little piece of you that you're like, this needs to work because I want this for my family. I don't want my kid to have to, you know, go back and forth and all of that, even though I was in such a happy place with my parents being separated. It was actually great. You, you still just strive, want to strive to have them all together. And I think that's just where she's at. Absolutely. I don't, I'm like on the fence on whether or not they'll truly make it down the aisle right now. I feel like they will, but I just, I don't, I also wouldn't be surprised if they call off the wedding too. Like, I'm not really sure. And th- oh, that brings up the next point. I am so pissed about that episode where he was saying we're not having a wedding or whatever. Portia deserves the wedding of her dreams. Um, she can, should have whatever she wants. She, especially after all of the shit she, he put her through so far. Um, it's not his decision to say that we can't have a big wedding. I mean, obviously it's, you know, their relationship, they should decide on things together. But if Portia wants to have a wedding, she should get a wedding, especially after how he has treated her. Thousand percent. It's her uh, show. <laughs> yes, a hundred percent. And he, you know, I see the struggles, what they're, the struggle that they have. It seems like he doesn't want to move back in because the community's too crazy, which I totally can relate to him on that. I would, I'm very, like Matthew and I, anytime we've lived anywhere, I've said, I have to be close to work. I'm not commuting. I'm a little brat by that. By <laughs> my husband's like that too. <laughs> yes. Like literally my, where I'm living is close to work and that's my priority. So I get that on his part, but part of me also thinks there's more to him not wanting to come back. Um, I think, I don't know that there's some men that I just, I don't know that they're, ready to be a family person, you know, or ready to be a committed husband. And I, I kind of just see that in him. I don't know. What do you guys think? I think it all happened really fast. The, just the, the relationship, they were pregnant, they were engaged. It was, it was a lot for him. And I don't know if he's taken a chance, even in all of their therapy, like they talk a lot about why he did what he did and how to rebuild the trust. But I would be curious, like, has he asked himself, is this truly what he wanted his life to be? And I don't know if it is. I don't know either. Um, I think you're right. It happened so fast. And I was rooting for it, even though it was happening. Because usually I would be very skeptical on that, which I I know we're going to get into my kill later. Yes. Um. (laughs) Usually I'm skeptical about that, but for her, I don't know if this is again me because I love her so much and I want to see her thrive. I was ignoring it being like too fast and so like rushing down the aisle or rushing to move things along. Um, (laughs) I just lost my train of thought. Sorry. What did 
Oh, no, you're good. You're good. I know. I am with you. I think it's really fast. I mean, let's be real, guys. If he really took it seriously, he wouldn't have been caught. I don't know how long ago this was at Waffle House with like five chicks. So I don't know. When that happened, I literally lost my mind. I was so mad. I was like, you are not brand new. Even let's give him the benefit of the doubt. He wasn't cheating on Portia. He was just out at 4 a.m. with five women. Um, You know you're in the public eye now. You're dating one of the most prominent characters on Bravo television. People are going to put this business out there. No matter if you signed up for it or not at this point, it's going to happen. So you need to be respectful towards your wife, or not wife, sorry, fiance, girlfriend, whoever, and don't put yourself in those in those situations, especially after what you've already done and the trust is not our, not on a strong foundation. A thousand percent. From one shady hot dog man to another, I think, shady man. Let's talk about chill. <laughs> like you mentioned it, Mike Hill mm-hmm. and Cynthia. Are they really chill? <laughs> I I went into that. I will say my two cents. I went into that relationship. I'm like being happy for Cynthia. I was like, okay, this feels solid. They want to like <laughs> fuck each other. Let's let's just say it like every five seconds. Yes. But okay. But all right. All right. But then when more stuff came revealed about him and his past and the cheating and all this stuff, I don't know that I'm a fan. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think? Do you want to go first? I will, I'll jump in too. real quick. I... I, I don't think it's real. I think Cynthia wants it to be, I don't know. I just, I don't, I'm not buying it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll actually ever walk down the aisle. Mm, that's yeah. I, for me, I think that like whatever this chills first started happening, I was so on board for some reason, like we never, really wanted to root for, at least in my opinion, I don't think people ever rooted for Peter and Cynthia, right? Like, it just seemed doomed from the start. Whereas we see Cynthia and this guy, and he seems, at least on the outside, like this wonderful man, and this is going to be a great situation for her. And all of a sudden, now that they're getting engaged, now we're doing this deep dive on him. Now I'm like, I'm looking at both of them funny now. I'm like, is this real? Are you both in on it? Or is Cynthia, are you blinded? I don't I don't know what I don't know what's going on, but this just doesn't make sense. And then another layer to it, I think, is Cynthia kind of happy with the long distance because she's always been afraid of commitment. Is this a good relationship for her because it's long distance and it doesn't have that Ooh, pressure of commitment? I think that's a really like that's I think that's key. I mean She's saying that she's going to be on LA and yeah. in Atlanta, but maybe for her, this is the perfect way for something to work yeah. where she gets a little bit of like freedom getting to be in her home, but also then the excitement and like fun of going to LA and getting to play wife. I don't, may, now I'm starting to change my mind. Maybe they'll right. work because they'll kind of be like a 50, 50 mm-hmm. marriage. But my dream and I, just decided this like i think this week my dream is that actually cynthia will join real housewives oh, of Beverly Hills. My God. and yes. here's why because 
I always have been rooting for somebody to swap franchises, like if they move or whatever, whatever. But I never thought about it too deeply other than like thinking of possible players who could do it and make it work. But I actually think Cynthia is the brilliant first cast member to make the leap because Cynthia is not a, um, what's the term? Sorry. Uh, a polarizing character. She is somebody that is like, she production loves to work with her. She's always willing to do whatever she needs to do. She shows up to work on time, whatever production loves her. America. I don't feel like people have strong opinions against her. Um, if anything, I think people love her more other than like, she doesn't, I don't think she shines as much in Atlanta, which gets to my next point. I think she would shine in Beverly Hills because her shade on while in Atlanta might be overlooked a little bit. I think on Beverly Hills, her shade would translate so much better and kind of like deeper. Like it'll, it'll actually, people would love it. You know what I mean? Like, cause she doesn't ever go dirty, but I think because other cast members on Atlanta are so, um, are they're louder and can go messy or whatever, it outshines her. Whereas on Beverly Hills, her little shade and snark could actually land really I had, well. Yeah, yeah I never thought about it. I always like to <laughs> be somebody going, I mean, I know Atlanta's, eat, but I was talking more like coast to coast, like someone from New York, New Jersey going to California or, you know, mm-hmm. Kelly, Kelly Dodd going to New York. Yeah, like, I, this I, might I, be the first one, yeah. Yeah. Right. And I also, I used to always say like, honestly, Taylor Armstrong on OC would be great. Um, Heather Dubrow on Beverly Hills would be great. But I actually think Cynthia would be the first, best first person to try all this on. And I think um, it would be amazing to get more diversity. Like it's sad that it's taken 10 seasons to get the first person of color on Beverly Hills. Um, I want there's plenty of other people of color out here that would shine as well. And I think adding Cynthia there would just really open the door even more. She would be also super great because she was at a charity event um, with Kyle Mm -hmm. and there, I know she has a, she's friendly with Justin Sylvester, who I personally love the lady Mm -hmm. sitter on Instagram and on daily pop on E and Justin is really good friends with Kyle. So I feel like that Mm -hmm. transition could be actually made. She and has wouldn't be too poor. I think her and Garcelle were at the um, what was the big uh, festival or like uh, convention out here recently? Um, Katie Ross was at sitting next to Garcelle, which I was oh like, I want to be a fly on the wall. <laughs> I put it in my story, like I literally took a picture of it and said, I want to be on the fly a fly on the wall for this. And <gasps> Katie responded to my. I didn't know she saw my story and responded, and she was like, "Oh, it was great." And I was like, "Oh, she did not yeah. catch my snark or shit." That's amazing. Uh, <laughs> poor Katie. Yeah, but I think I do think Cynthia would shine. Okay, on I'm here else. for it. Like, I w- like let's start a Ooh, petition. I like let's that. make. It. I think I'm a hundred percent on board with this. Okay, Candy. We haven't talked about Candy. Here's another spinoff I would actually like to see. More than the Vanderpump Rules Vegas spinoff, do we think Old Lady Gang? We've never seen the employees, but I've heard rumblings on the interwebs that there could be an OLG I don't, spinoff. Yes, I have heard that as well. And I think it is, there is truth to that. Do you think it'll be Bravo or will be another network? 
Oh, I think it'll be Bravo for sure. So contractually, they have to pitch any of the Bravo celebrities if they want to do like a show like that or a spinoff. They would have to first pitch it to Bravo and NBC, and if they decline, then they I think can go to other networks. But it would have to go there first, and I think Bravo would be stupid to not take it because every other spinoff Candy has had has done well. So it doesn't, it wouldn't make sense not to. My caution on this is the reason why pump rules worked so well was because of the nature of the relationships um, and how long they were friends and just how deep they were in each other's lives. I would want to know if the cast was similar on OLG, or if this is just a bunch of random co-workers together filming a reality show, because that's where the the potion and the, or what's the phrase? Potion the <laughs> you sound like me. <laughs> exactly. I, I can't even get those phrases right. <laughs> but yeah, that's where they succeed, I think, is when there's authentic relationships. Mm. And do you guys, okay, side note, I don't know if you watched The Masked Singer, I watch very <laughs> randomly, but I'm pretty sure she is on it, and she's she 100 is. She I'm is. I'm pretty sure she's the angel, and she, yeah. I, I don't know how it works, but I don't think that reveal has happened yet. But it hasn't check that happened. Out. But someone <laughs> definitely posted it on Instagram, and I listened, and I was like, "That is 100 percent Candy," because Candy has such a distinct. I'm gonna go voice. listen now. Yes. Well, yeah. I'll try to find a yeah. I'll try to find a clip and we'll share that to our stories. Yeah, it's definitely her for sure. Okay, predictions on this reunion. Abby had some brilliant ideas, which I know is not going to happen. She felt like the fans should be the ones asking the questions. I don't think that's going to happen. But what are your guys' thoughts on the first ever Zoom reunion on Bravo? Well, I think they're allegedly filming it tomorrow. I think right? so. They're doing Summer House tonight. And then, yeah, it's supposed to be yeah. Atlanta today, uh, tomorrow or the next day. So here's my thoughts on it. I This is going to be an extremely hot take. I, honestly, <laughs> I love it already. <laughs> I honestly don't even want a reunion. What? I know, I know. And here's why. Because Atlanta is one of my favorite reunions. They're always so good. They deliver their looks so much. And unfortunately, I just feel like the past few episodes, the past three episodes after Greece, it has just died. Like, I lost steam with Atlanta. And now we're getting a bootleg reunion, which, you know, it's out of their control. But I, I honestly, whenever the, I think it was the, either the season finale or the episode before that, I was just like, oh, I forgot Atlanta's still airing, kind of. And I was like, I honestly don't think that this reunion will do them justice. And I think it's going to be way too easy for Housewives to have notes everywhere, have people in their ears, you know, feeding them stuff. Um, I love that the reunion, they have to be prepared and ready to go. And they don't get like, they can't have their note cards nearby. Or I remember this, I remember that because I'm in a commercial break, I'm looking through my stuff. And I think the Zoom is going to like allow for too much, um, 
premeditated. I also just don't understand the logistics of how it's going to work. Anyone who's been on a Zoom call with four or more people, there's a lot of like, oh, you go. Oh, oh, like people just talking over, yelling at each other. And I think you have the security of being able to be behind your computer. And I I think they're going to say some hateful, awful things, but I feel like it's going to, it's not going to have the same delivery as when you have to look at someone in their eyes to their face and say it to them when they are within a close proximity to you. I just, it just, it's not going to be the same. And that's why I was like, I think it should just be almost more of like this Q and a where they have fans already selected that are going to be on like a, some sort of live streaming, whether it's zoom or whatever. And they get to ask direct questions to the housewives Mm -hmm. and the housewives have to respond. I think it'd be fun to do that in a a live real reunion too. Like, have mm-hmm. the element of the fans there. I would, I would a hundred percent be more on board with that. I would love that over what we're probably going to, and I'm listen, I'm still going to tune in. I'm still going to, I'm sure like love it, but my, my, or my mindset right now is I honestly, and Portia to me is the queen of reunions across all franchises. Her looks are unbeatable and I'm just so devastated Ugh, that my queen is not able to go <laughs> on a reunion stage and serve. For it won't be the same without the looks. And I mean I have to wonder, they're not gonna be able to do three parts of a Zoom. Like nobody wants to watch a Zoom for three hours. Oh, it's no. gonna have to be pretty condensed. I they better like I I want to know how I know that each um cast member has gotten, you know, their own producer and have been like working through logistics for the past, I think, couple of weeks. I'm so curious how they're preparing them for this. I, I, I mean, this is unheard of and um, I, it is unfortunate that they have to do it this way, but like, I don't even, I just can't even picture how this is going to work, especially with so many big personalities. Like you said, any normal zoom call is a train wreck. I cannot imagine with all these big personalities trying to get a word in. Oh, yeah. I mean, even internet connection. Like, I feel like someone's not going to be able to connect to audio. Someone's face is going to freeze. Like, it's going to be, it is going to be bootleg. That's a really good way to kind of describe it. And I also think there, and no one really talks about this, but there's an opportunity where a housewife could literally Mm. shut the camera off. They They can't walk away, necessarily. They can shut that camera off. And it, like in a reunion setting, they don't, they can walk away and go in their dressing room with a camera following them. And sure, I guess technically they could do that, but it's not, they could literally just refuse to acknowledge things. And I don't know. I think it's just, they're doing what they can with the situation, but I personally would have been fine without a reunion or your idea where like them going live and having to respond. To Do you guys think questions. someone's going to find a way to hack into the zoom? I mean, that's been a big concern lately that zooms are really easy to like break into with the URLs. I would die. I would mm-hmm. love it. If somebody somehow I... hacked in. <laughs> if y'all hack in, let me know. Cause I'm trying to hack in with we'll... y'all. Let's <laughs> figure it out. We'll do it. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely going to be interesting, and I am rooting for it to be super successful because they deserve it to go so well and everything. Um, I'm I'm going in with low hopes, ho- hoping that they like blow it out of the park. That's a good mindset. Absolutely. 
That is a good mindset. Well, Steve, thank you so much for joining us. This has been so fun talking all things Atlanta. I feel yeah. like we really went there. Like I we feel really like did. we really mentioned all aspects of Atlanta. And I can't wait to hear your thoughts after the Zoom reunion. Oh, wait. I have one more very oh, hot Oh, I like this. Oh, please, please. So sorry. I forgot. Probably my most important thing. And y'all, oh, yes. I'm please so curious your thoughts on this. Um, so who should get demoted? Oh. Candy Burris. <gasps> what are your thoughts? <laughs> Ooh, I'll go first, Abby. I actually like Candy. Although, here's the thing with Candy. She focused so much on the business side of her. Mm-hmm. And it, she, I mean, she's in a very different, she's a work. I'm not saying the other women don't work, but where she's, what she's doing feels a lot kind of separate from the other women. So I feel like she gives such an inspirational piece to the puzzle because she's self-made and like she is a hustler and I I applaud her for all of that because she her and Todd can literally turn anything into a business and be successful and I love that totally get that aspect of Candy on the show um, and also let me preface this I will say I've enjoyed her a lot more this season than I have in a long time. But here is my reason why I'm ready for Candy to go. I think Candy has gotten such a comfortable edit because she uses the candy-coated Knights crew and her family to do her dirty work. She's almost like an LVP of Atlanta. And it drives me bonkers because... She will bring these people into this filming setting. They will drop all these hot bombs. And she's like, oh, don't say that. Or, oh, you're terrible. And get away with it. And I'm like, I, it blows my mind that nobody's calling her out on that shit. Except the people that are on the other end of the attack. So, like... Phaedra and Portia, whenever she would drop all those things on them, they would say that, but it never really got enough attention. And to me, it drives me crazy. I feel like she's never, she's in that OG spot where she played moderator too much and passing bones a little or getting wiping her hands clean of a lot of drama that were really on her hands. And I think it's time for her I do think this season she finally inserted herself a little more like her calling Kenya out on her messiness at Cynthia's engagement. I enjoyed. Um, I don't Even know. the shade that Kenya threw about the wine cellar stuff. She called yeah, that up too. Exactly. I, but I have just, I don't know. She's not interesting to me anymore. Other than I, I love seeing how, successful she is i do enjoy that but give that to us on a spinoff she's proved herself that she can do a spinoff i don't need her huge check to be consumed with her give me two more bring that back give me like three more porsches and and a shamari like justice for anything that could bring phaedra back i'm all for (laughs) i don't care what it takes thank you i porsche or sorry phaedra I, she was done dirty. Um, 
If you want me to go in that, I'll go into that. <laughs> she, I mean, she was at episode. Andy's baby shower. Either, she was the either. only, like, I think non, like, current housewife that was there. So here's my hot take on Phaedra. <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> so here's the thing. She was fed, allegedly fed that rumor from a high-up producer who was then let go after that season. Um, she fed that rumor to Portia, of course. Um, Portia said it on camera. Phaedra never said it on camera. Granted, we know there's no truth to this rumor. Like, nobody would believe that. Um, but I think Phaedra cannot defend herself in saying, you know, production told me this. These are because they would just edit that out, you know? That's my whole take on where I think Phaedra was done a disservice, where she couldn't tell her full story of where it came from. And I, that's I a feel really like hot we take. could talk about it in like, <laughs> three hours. Like, we. Who needs a reunion? Let's just do a podcast for three hours. I honestly, if I had to pick someone to demote, I don't think I'm going to go candy. I really do enjoy candy. And I like her. I kind of like some of the behind the scenes things that she orchestrates. I think I'm going to go Kenya Mm -hmm. only because without Mark, she's not, I mean, yeah, she's shady, but beyond without Mark, she's not that interesting. Yeah. No, she's just messy. You're right. 100%. 100%. All I love right, that. <laughs> oh, oh, who am I going to say? Okay. Oh, I have to think about this. Honestly, sometimes, guys, and I do like Miss Bailey, but sometimes I feel like to all the points that we made about going her, her going to Beverly Hills, I don't always feel like she brings that much to the Atlanta cast. I agree with you on that. Oh, I, Eva should get yeah. demoted. That's an obvious one. Yeah. I, I'm good with either of those suggestions, if that does actually happen. But bring Phaedra back. <laughs> bring Phaedra back! <laughs> <laughs> well, Steve, thank you again so much for joining us. Please tell everyone where they can find you if they're not already already following your hilarious account. Um, follow me on Faces by Bravo on Instagram. Um, I hope that I can provide you with plenty of laughs if you do. And then on top of that, I love to do um, March Madness style brackets. Cur- currently we're in best housewives tagline. Um, and it's, it's just a lot of fun. And I love having a community of people that love Bravo as much as we all do. We had such a great time talking to Steve. I hope you enjoyed listening. He really goes there, guys. And if, again, if you're not following his Instagram, he goes there on his Instagram account, too. He always makes us laugh and always has really great hot takes, in my opinion. I, I love him. He's like, this is a hot take. I'm like, you, you're like, all of your opinions are hot takes, and I love them. When we say we could have talked for three hours, guys, it was honestly challenging to keep it to one hour. And we talked for several minutes afterwards. It just... I love when we're connecting with like Bravo diehard fans like us. Absolutely. And if I hope you guys are loving all the bonus episodes because we love putting them out there for you. And to make us more discoverable on Apple, on Spotify, please, please, please take five seconds and leave us a five-star rating or review. Slide into our DMs and tell us what you guys want to hear next. We have so many fun things in the pipeline. And if you're not already following us on Instagram, follow us at Real Moms of Bravo and we will catch you soon. You will fail. So what? Everybody does. But your gym, your watch, your yoga pants, they pretend you won't. So when you miss a day, 
eat the pancakes. Give up on a workout? You failed? Seriously, what the hell? We're body. We've been a part of that too, but not anymore. At body, we're rejecting perfection and embracing reality. Not in a pizza Monday kind of way, in a loving your whole life kind of way. In a, this workout is fun and it's okay if I take a week off kind of way. In an, I'm eating healthy and it's okay if I indulge kind of way. In a, I like myself no matter what kind of way. Yeah, you will fail. We all will. But we're not going to let that be the end. You see that? We're already making progress. So let's keep going. We are BODY. Start your free trial at BODY.com. That's B-O-D-I dot com.